0: I want to share with you Dvarim Noiroim that I saw from Harav Shimsham Pinker's Lavrocha. Just take out a few points, but I you should see the whole thing inside of Dvarim Nizgovim, where he explains there is MS ve emuna. There is an MS, there's a truth as it looks in the superficial world. But that MS is meaningless unless it's coupled with emuna. A person hears things, he sees things. He gets every day hundreds of pieces of information go into his system, and he processes these pieces of information. He arrives at certain conclusions, certain understandings, certain beliefs, and certain attitudes. tell us, Everything that he has processed is sh'tusim v'havolim. It's lailo. If it's not connected to Emunah, if he doesn't understand that everything is coming from the Rabbeinu he's understood nothing and he's seen nothing. He gives a powerful marshal. As imagine, you see, there's a field. A farmer's got a field. And in one side of the field, he has the geese. And the geese are fed and they're stuffed. Day and night, they're given what to eat. They're fattening up the geese. On the other side, you see the horses and the mules. And they're given just what they need to live and they work day and night. The geese have nothing to do. All day. They just sit around and eat. Now, in the barnyard, the geese walk around like we are, you know, we, we're the wealthy, we're living the life of luxury, we don't have to do anything, we eat as much as we like, and look at you, you poor horse, you poor mule, you have nothing what to eat, and you have to work so hard. And that's the aversion of truth. But if you know a little bit further, nothing could be further from the truth. They are about to be slaughtered. They're being fattened up to be taken to the slaughter. And the horse who's being fed not so much, he's being prepared to live a productive life, I guess as much productive life as a horse can have. There's no one who's wealthy or poor in the barnyard, which is just a balabayas, And a balabayas feeds this one according to what he needs, according to this one's purpose, according to that one's purpose. If one understands that the world has a balabayas. And only what the Balabayas decides, only that has meaning, only that has truth. Yaakov is called crooked because everything that in the world is MS is to him is sheker. And what to him is MS is to the world sheker. He doesn't live by the reality that the superficial world presents to him. He lives by a deeper reality. And he understands only one thing. What is the Ratzin Hashem? What does HaKadosh Baruch want from me? Sometimes it appears like he's a Ramai. But if he needs to have the Brachas, the Ratzin Hashem, he gets the Brachas, he takes the Brachas that way. But he'll work for love and honestly for 14 years, even though he's being robbed blind. Because then it's the and Hashem that he deal with him that way. We have to live with Emunah to understand that we live in a Metzias Acheres Legamri. We live in a world where the Rabbi Neshalaylam who said to Shemin Sheyadlik could say to Choymed Sheyadlik. We live in a world and we understand that HaKadosh Baruch is running every single facet of existence. And that's the world of Ayid some people are saying there's an economic meltdown the world is falling apart the world is not falling apart The world is not melting down. The world is not falling apart. The world is being led. The world is being directed and monitored by the Bayre Umanig L'chol Habruim. And the Bayre Umanig L'chol Habruim is our Tata. And our Tata wants what's best for his children. And we have to look at these, these happenings through the prism of emuna Bashem. somebody says six months ago I was secure I had enough money in the bank my children, my grandchildren they were so secure and now I have nothing I don't know what's going to be I don't know what can be with them nothing has changed he is exactly as secure today as he was six months ago Exactly, as not as secure as he was six months ago. Six months ago, he thought he had so much money in the bank, it wasn't there. It never was there. It was meant to be taken away. Six months ago, he was in the hands of the Rabbi Nishaloylam, and now he's in the hands of the Rabbi Nishaloylam. Absolutely nothing has changed for those who believe in Neis Hanake, for those who live in the world of ve Ve'amuna. We, as Bnei Yisrael, have to understand, and we know, that there is not the most minute detail in this universe. A hair on someone's head could not be one millimeter longer than HaKadosh Baruch who wants it to be, or else the whole world would cease to exist. Because Achdusa Yisbarach Shemai means that everything in the world Goes according to Hakadosh Baruch Hu's and if there's a planet a hundred billion light years away from here that were to veer off its course, its orbit by 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 a, a millionth of an inch, Hashem, all of us here would cease to exist instantly. Because Achdusa Yisbarach Shemay means that everything is. Hanhogas Hashem, such a thing could never happen because whatever happens is perfectly designed and calculated and determined by the Rebbeinu Sheloilam. The Kavayosha, die in such times, to hear the loshin of our kadmoinim. The thoughts of those who trust in Hashem sometimes we are stricken with, with poverty that suddenly the Yeshua can come the their hour of salvation will come the I if you look at all the economic forecasters, they have different, all gloom and doom, they have a completely different report to give. Of course, they live in the barnyard. We live somewhere else. We live a completely different existence. And we know, two years every year has to know. Everything that happens, everything is purely and completely decided and directed by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And whatever HaKadosh Baruch Hu does is good for us. Whether we understand that it's good, whether we see the good, not always can we see the good, but it's the best that it could be, and that's the way it has to be. So Rebellion says, look in the parasha. Yaakov Avinu had, ya- had Rochel and Leah. Leah was a snua. Wasn't he, he was a snua? So Ramban says, she wasn't hated, he brings up shot. When the other wife is Ahuva Biyoise, this one compared is like a Snua and it's a busha. She had a busha. Rachel had all the covered. Yankovina worked for her seven years. Everybody knew. Yankovina wanted to marry her. She is the one who has the coveted, Everything that one could want. No? So people would say, ah, poor Leah. Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Doesn't have a good marriage. She's Snua. She suffers. Ah, fortunate Rachel. She's so lucky. But then we look. And it's fortunate Leah. Leah was Mahomet 6 Shvatim, the Keseh the Keseh Malchus, the Keseh Kahuna, all the Xorim of Klai Yisrael were hers. Rachel is an Akkara. She doesn't have children. When she finally has children, she dies in childbirth. She doesn't have the schus to live, to see her children grow. So it was poor Rachel and fortunate Leah. But it wasn't just that their fortunes change. No, here it looked good and then things change. The very reason the very reason that Leah succeeded was because the Amish the sword, so was snua, and because of that, HaKadosh Baruch who gave her the six shmotim. And because of, he says, Rebellion says, because of what Rachel had, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made her an Akorah. Do we know what's good? Do we know what's bad for us? Only HaKadosh Baruch who knows. But as Elohim, we have to trust that HaKadosh Baruch who knows what he's doing the last words, the final words in the safe of the Pelayoy, on Tzedakah, the middle Tzedakah. He writes, if somebody loses money, ham, if he gives Tzedakah, HaMaloch Hanase, Min HaTzedakah Madrichoi UMoelichoi Bederech SheYarviach MaSheibet. The Malach that's created from Tzedakah will lead him onto the path that he should regain what he lost. And that's how he finishes the Sefer.